Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are talking about and reviewing. Black Widow. Black Widow. A, like a, a, this is like the, like a, a first, like big blockbuster movie review in a long time, Chris. Yeah, it's the first Marvel movie re- uh, review in a long time, too. Uh, what was the last Marvel movie? Oh, dude. Um, that's a good uh, question. Um, it, it was, it was it Spider-Man, Endgame? was it? No, it was Spider-Man. No. You're right. Spider-Man's Spider-Man. the last movie? Holy crap. Yeah, um, so, uh. You know, this is a big deal, um, and uh, um, it'll, uh, uh, it's good to have the movies back, I'll say that. Yeah, 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 and like, I feel like there's a lot of things going on. We were just discussing how, like, I haven't watched Space Jam yet, that's out, that's a thing that's yep. happening, um, and then I feel like there's other things that are just like, it's, it, we're, we're only a couple of weeks away from, um, what is it, uh, the uh, Jungle Cruise, we're a, a couple of weeks away from here, yeah, like yeah. Here, I'll, let me, quite let me a few movies. I was looking at this this uh, over the weekend. Um, I think I, I think I pulled this up a few episodes ago too. That's right. Yeah, because um, uh, we were discussing how the one that's not on there um, is uh, Top Gun. Yeah, Snake Eyes, July twenty third. Um, you, what is this? Um. <laughs> Why? Oh, this is the thing. AMC's app, like, put them in chrono, like, in order, please. Yeah. Um, but Chris, th- they need to put them in order of how people will enjoy them. You know, coming and soon. They wanna, they wanna okay. become an aggregated feed, just like everything else in your life. You know, Netflix. Jungle Cruise, and stuff. July thirtieth. Um, old, July twenty third. Have you seen the preview for that? No. It's, it's M Night Shyamalan's <laughs> new movie, and it looks ah, really great. Ah, yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, Snake Eyes, July twenty third. Um, Mark Wahlberg's new movie, Joe Bell, uh, is July twenty third. Um, Matt Damon's new water, new movie, Stillwater, is uh, July thirtieth. The Green Knight, which is an a, a uh, thirty two film, featuring who is this? This is one dude. He's been in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, you'll you'd know him as an actor. It comes out July thirtieth. Some famous guy. <laughs> yeah, Free Guy, August thirteenth. Oh wait, so no, first Suicide Squad, August sixth. I'm trying to put these in order. Suicide Squad, August sixth. Um, then Free Guy, August thirteenth. Just a lot of movies, man. Eternals. Uh, oh, that's November. Sorry. You know, all the blockbusters of 2020 are now the the blockbusters of 2021. Yep. I mean, eventually we get through all this. And we'll have things that are new trailers. And then we'll Chris. have yeah things that we haven't known about for years. Yeah, it's funny though. Like it's kind of like the movies all of a sudden have turned into video games, where you hear about video games like four years before they release. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then you just like kind of sit back and just like get real like tired of hearing about them and like not motivated, right. right? You know about them, and then finally they come out and you're like lukewarm on them, and then maybe you go see them, and then you're like, oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, you're like, hey, it was it was a, it was a good one, you know. I much um, I much prefer the the like. I mean, I guess they kind of did that with you know the Marvel movies. They would tell you what was coming up years in advance, but you just tell, mm-hmm. you haven't seen been seeing previews for it, you know. Sure. 
um, we're kind of running into like, well, I mean, you would, you'd hear like casting like rumors or you'd hear like, Oh, you know, they're, they're on, you know, the Christopher Nolan's shooting something else in Chicago. Um, but like the, like you didn't know the ins and the outs of like, Hey, like this, this trailer, like you haven't seen a trailer at that point. <laughs> I feel like, like, because right. we've seen the trailers like for that long, it's just like, it's like you said, it reminds me just like video games of like, okay, this, this we've seen a title screen of this game and it's not going to come out for another decade. Um, but at the same time, um, like the, we're getting back into the whole like secretive nature of like, Whoa, what's going on with this movie with Dr. Strange? Like we really don't know much about the Dr. Strange movie. Like to the point where like people who are, who like, we kind of know have been cast on the movie. Like they don't actually have like a listing of like, Oh yeah, this is what they're playing. Or like, this is like they're they have a minor role or a major role or anything like that. Like literally just don't know much about that movie. Um, and it's coming out like next year. So that's, uh, that's the kind of the first one I feel like I'm going to be like super excited about, uh, upcoming. I'm, you know? I'm honestly in like, and this isn't a spoiler. Like I feel like everyone knows that this is a, a kind of a flashback movie. Um, I'm going to be glad whenever we, the movies get out of the in-game Infinity War timeline finally and, <laughs> yeah. and kind of like move on. And and it's not bad, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, it's in the same way that going back and doing Rogue One and Star Wars and seeing where that fits in or doing cl- the Clone Wars series or Rebel series, like that's not bad. Like you mm-hmm. can you still tell, I mean, I thought, you know, uh, what, uh, Black Widow was a great movie, but yeah. I there's a part of me that like really wants to move on and see like what is next for the Marvel universe, especially after WandaVision, you know, like WandaVision felt like it was setting up. Okay. This is, this is, this is actually after, um, end game, um, in a, in a better way than, um, Spider-Man was after end game. Sure. And, uh, and Falcon and winter soldier having watched that, like it's, it's, it like that as far as Falcon and winter soldier goes, as far as like kicking forward the, marvel narrative like the marvel cinematic universe narrative it just doesn't do a ton um for that right um, and like and I, and that's why i'm leaning more on the movies i kind of I I, right now you know the way these shows are going so um gonna hopefully uh binge watch loki this weekend woo-hoo. um but like the way that these shows are going uh they're not doing a whole lot like they might be setting up some random things but like they're not doing a whole lot to, at least so far, to show that they are impacting the world in a giant way. Mm-hmm. Pro- mm-hmm. More so than like, I guess Arrow. Well, this is the thing. They have, I guess, the actors to to make it seem like they are impacting the world in a giant way. Sure. Yeah. But the, it still kind of feels like a uh, Agents of Shield situation. Yeah, to a certain extent, like, it seems like, so, it seems like they have a a large amount of time to tell what is a shorter and more concise, smaller scale story. Yeah, like, Like, should these be, should these actually have been just, like, like, TV movie, you know, like, a lesser movie than, like, maybe a huge blockbuster or something? Right. Right. I feel like I definitely feel like Winter Soldier and Falcon would have would have benefited from that. Like if you just been like, okay, let's just make the like if basically if the entire back half of the series was confined to the third act of a of a movie, it would have been way less like 
of a of a of a slog than it ended up as like th- two or three episodes of a television show. Um, yeah. And but you can't do like you know wild experiments like uh, Wandavision in that that format. So they kind of embraced that television thing, um, which I appreciated. Um, and then you know you wouldn't have like a lot of like what happens in like Loki, um, which I'm very interested to see what you think about Loki. I uh, I love it, but it's also a situation where it isn't trying to be a big Marvel thing. Really, it's trying to be like a very small st- scale kind of a story. Um, mm. And that's kind of, you know, just what, you know, I didn't, I didn't necessarily expect that going in and, uh, I was happy about it whenever I got there. I was like, oh, that's, yeah, that's cool. That's how this kind of would fit in. So it feels, feels, you know, normal and feels natural to me now. Um, the, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a a weird thing. Like, I think like you think about like the, the, you know, masterminds behind the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, whether it's, you know, Kevin Feige or whoever over there, um, they would have like, it seems like they would always have like, okay, this is like, they would, you know, this is where you need to get to in your story. Like, and you can tell whatever you want. You can fill in the, the story in, in, you know, from the starting point to the ending point, however you want, but you need to get to this point. And it just seems like on each of the television shows, that point is so much closer to, to the start point <laughs> than yeah. with the movies. Yeah. And you have like four times the amount of time to, to, to get there. It's just, it ends up being a little bit, uh, odd with, uh, with WandaVision and with, uh, with, with, uh, winter soldier and Falcon. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, you know, yeah, I think, and I, and I think that's like, it's interesting to see, like, is this going to be the pacing that we have uh, forever with these, or is this mm. just kind of like you? It's just kind of getting off the ground because sure. you know you you watch uh, almost the first season of any episode uh, TV series, mm. and generally the pacing is a lot slower in the beginning than it is toward the end. Um, now that's with a, a a singular series in which you can get to know the characters, and so you don't have to do a lot of setup. And that's another thing I, I don't really like necessarily love. And I, I've talked about that with like a lot of the the first movies from Marvel is that a lot of them like that you have to tell these origin stories. And that's what I loved about WandaVision is that you didn't have to do that. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, kind of explain what's going on. Just dive um, right in, you know, I, I do think that a lot of times, you know, like uh, TV series creators don't realize how fast you can actually tell this story because like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, it's kind of like, you know, you as a painter, you're going to, you're going to paint within the, the bounds of the, the canvas that you're painting on, you know? And if, your canvas yeah. is six hours long. Well, you're just gonna fill, let it fill up to that. Not necessarily like cutting things that probably maybe should be cut, sure, because you don't have to, you know. Yeah, and I guess like, and that's the part of like the whole like, oh, we got to get from here to here, but we have a really long time to get there, and it's just like you feel yeah. like, uh, you know, I'm not sure, not sure it's respecting my time super well. But then you know, WandaVision, like I said, is the first, the, especially the first half of that thing was like super awesome. Um, so yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's an interesting interesting development to have some uh, a a production, I guess an IP that's usually on film, like in a two hour long format, to be you know kind of stretched out over the course of uh, of a season of television. And then yeah, I think some of yeah. them you know have done it well, and some of them some of them have not. So. Um, all right. Well, we'll keep talking about. Um, Marvel, the MCU, and Black Widow a little bit later. But first, pick of the week. Pick of the week. (laughs) 
John. Yes. What is your pick of the week? So my pick of the week this week is a documentary on YouTube by Noclip. So this is uh, Danny O'Dwyer, who was like a, a journalist at GameStop for, or not Games, yeah, GameStop. I always get that in GameSpot. No. Wait, no. GameSpot. A, jur- a journal, a jur- yeah. GameSpot is the Wait. journalism. GameStop <laughs> is the store. Okay, yes. Yes. I always get them confused. It's terrible. <laughs> Unless he was at Game Informer, because GameStop owns Game Informer. No, no, he was not at Game Informer. He was at, definitely okay. at GameSpot. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so a while back, he started doing uh, video game documentaries. Um, like he, he basically left uh, the like that side of journalism and went to like do documentaries for you know and he has like crowdfunding documentaries and stuff he has a really cool documentary on noclip uh the youtube page about flight simulator uh Ooh, microsoft flight the new simulator. the new one or the, yeah, the one or coming the, out the history of it yeah the one coming out to consoles um this like literally like next week or something the 27th yeah this is upcoming yeah, Tuesday. next week um and but like he goes into like how did this game come about and like what he talks to a lot of the designers and a lot of the developers like involved and they kind of just break down like what what the technology behind the game is and like why they felt like they had to do certain things and like what things had to happen in order for this game to even exist in the first place. Um, cause like, if anybody doesn't know the, the new, like this flight simulator that came out to PC, like, I guess it was last year. And, uh, I guess it was 2019. I think it came out to, to PC late 2019. So now it's coming to console. Um, but it, like it, it basically recreates the entire world with real time, accurate weather, air traffic, and, uh, and like it, it has like the entire world. They basically have every single house, every single, almost every single tree, um, in the game that's in the actual world. And so he goes into like, how is that possible? Like, what did they, what did the, the team kind of have to put together to do this situation? And to the point where like, even this year they've added like the capability or, or are about to add it of literally landing anywhere in uh in an aircraft like you can just land on like oh let me just like if there's an open field let me just land in the open field that sort of situation going on um but yeah so the documentary is really good it 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 goes through uh and talks about it watched it over the weekend um i've watched like the first part of it a few times but uh finally watched the whole thing all at once uh over the weekend with uh with our dad and he was just like mesmerized by it because uh he has you know he always had wanted to to get his pilot's license finally got his pilot's license um sport pilot's license i uh, like a few years ago at this point um but he just loves loves flying and like he was was again mesmerized by the by the technology and the accuracy of these various systems that they have going on in the game um and it's just a really good documentary it's very compelling to to watch if you're interested in video games or uh flight simulator or any of these things so that's uh that's a really good one that's awesome i'll have to check that out i'm really looking forward to playing it whenever it comes out dude me too man i uh i saw the preload like you can preload it right now but it's only like 200 megabytes and i was just like that's not accurate megabytes no (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, that's just literally like sense. holding a spot on your system uh, right I, now. Weird. <laughs> it's I just wonder, like, oh, do well, you want... I mean, I guess, I guess what, what, the, well, what that would do is it would allow it to like auto update like in the oh. background, like whenever it finally is ready or whatever, mm. rather than then having to like go trigger the whole full download, it'll just automatically do it. Yeah, 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 it makes sense. So I'll, I'll thing... probably, I'll probably turn that on. I'll probably download that. Preload. Definitely, like. Th- 
I, it's not going to work though for me because I'm going to download the small thing and then it's going to be like you're going to need to delete like 14 games to. <laughs> to put this That's on true. There. I should I should just go ahead and uh, clear some. How, well, how how big do you think it's going to be? I mean, I don't know. They've re- drastically reduced the size of the game over the course. Like, because it used to be like. 300 400 gigabytes of like space on your pc but then they reduced that like yeah on pc it was massive to begin with um and and they've pared that down i think it's like it's it's a normal size for a normal video game now (laughs) i don't i don't even know what that is anymore though john Uh, yeah that could range from like like 250 yeah 60 to like 100 100 gigabytes or something like that so you know i I don't know it's uh it it, i mean it could be very large if it was 600 on pc i i could totally see it being 200 easily it's uh not batting an eye i remember basically every update they would reduce the size of it um because they were able to like stream more and more of it from the cloud um Mm. like more and more of like the the graphics or the the processing like they'd be able to do that more and more um over the course of time and so yeah so it's like it's gotten smaller and smaller so i'm not sure exactly how much it would be at this point we i I, let me i'll I'll do a quick google search and i'll update at the end of uh at the end of this but yeah dude I'm, i'm so pumped about that game nice what is your pick of the week this week uh my pick of the week is uh something that came out this week, um, I, or I can't remember if it was for pre-order or if it's. Hang on, let me let me make make sure. Let me just see. Uh, but it's the Seinfeld Lego set. Um, it's of Jerry's apartment. It's finally um, available. I've been talking about this. I think for. I, I, I'm pretty sure that um, this went through um, the the Lego like creators like program or whatever mm. back in 2019. And uh, cool, where so you vote on the stuff and go, hey, we want this thing. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, now available. Oh, it says coming soon. Okay, so this is the thing. If you're a Lego VIP, which all that means is you log into there, you like create an account. That's all it yeah. means. Um, let me log into it real quick, and I'll tell you because I, I pre-ordered it or bought it earlier. I can't remember. Remember if it's a pre-order or if it's a buy scenario. Dot com. What's the what's the difference? Because it just takes it takes it still like takes a long time to get there. No, not necessarily. I mean, if it's mm. if it's just available now. Gotcha. Uh, available now. So nice. If you are a VIP, a, a Lego VIP, it's a VIP early access. Which and, again, uh, all you have to do is just like cr- create a login for that, right? Yeah, you just create a, a rewards account. I think it was it was a little more difficult than it should have been, but um, yeah, you just create an account on their website, and uh, then you have access to the VIP exclusive early access, and uh, uh, it's retailing for, and I think this is cheaper than what the Friends one was, but it's uh, seventy nine dollars. That's really not bad at all for a yeah. big Lego set like that, man. Right, and it's Jerry's apartment. It has all the the characters: Jerry, Elaine, George, Kramer, and Newman. And, cool. uh, yeah. Um, so that's, that's my pick of the week. Like it's not, it's not fancy, nothing fancy. Um, but, uh, I have the friends Lego set set of the coffee shop. I want to get the, their apartment as well, but, um, uh, it's a, it's a really cool set. So I'm really looking forward to this one. Dude, that's awesome. Uh, they, they usually have like really cool things in those types of sets, like Easter eggs for like people who are fans and that sort of thing too. So, um, dude, so flight simulator. It says it's going to be 97.2 gigabytes on okay, the bad. console. 
Um, I can clear whenever that off. it originally launched, it was like it was it was gigantic. I can't figure out exactly how big it was then, but then they reduced that file size a bunch. And then in May of this year, they cut cut the size in half from like nearly 200 gigabytes to 100 gigabytes, and that was a big deal of like, oh, we cut the size in half, you know. Um, so that's you know, and that'd been already pared down like from from launch uh, a little bit by bit. Um, but yeah, anyway. So my pick of the week is Flight Simulator documentary from No Clip on YouTube, and your pick of the week is the Lego Seinfeld set. All right, John, it's time to review Black Widow. Black Widow. Um, so uh, this is the, like we said earlier, the first uh, Marvel movie um, since Spider-Man. Uh, we'll do a, and one of the, f- the first ones in a while on the podcast, so we're, we're going to do a, a quick spoiler-free um, portion of the review and then a spoiler uh, portion of the review. Um, I'll, I'll just I'll say, like, it, it was great to have another Mar- a Marvel movie again. And I know that, like, um, this wasn't, like, a super, you know, like, CGI level or yeah, I guess it, I mean, it kind of was, but it didn't have like, kinda it wasn't was. like Thanos, Thanos level or Guardians of the Galaxy right. level CGI, but okay. it was, it was, it was great to have like, to watch something that very clearly had a big budget. Yeah. A big Again. spectacle. Spectacle, yeah, big spectacle, man. Um, yeah. And like, that's, you know, I, I agree. Like it was, it was just like one of those things that as I was watching, I was like, man, I was like, this is, this is cool. Like it's just this gigantic budget movies like this are just fun to watch. Like big blockbusters are really fun to, to experience. Um, and this is no exception. Um, I will like say that like, this is a movie that people have been asking for like myself, you know, included, I've been asking for, for like years and years at this point. Um, and it was nice to finally get it. Um, and it, like it was, it, it was on the level that I would, I would have wanted from it. Um, it is a little bit bittersweet. Um, you know, I guess maybe this is you know, spoilers for, for end game or for the, for the Avengers movie or whatever, but like, you know, just a little bittersweet in that, you know, we probably won't get, uh, a, a follow-up really. Um, but at the same time, this is like the black widow movie that I would like to see. I could see, like, I mean, it's doing, it's doing, it's doing well in, in the theaters. I could see, like, there's nothing that precludes it from happening. Sure. Um, especially, like, you know, like we said earlier, like in Star Wars, like we can go backwards in time. Like we could, we can do this. And like, they, there were segments in this where they made uh, Scarlett Johansson look incredibly young, and I, and it worked. And so it's mm-hmm. like, you know, they were able to do flashbacks within a flashback. And so, right, um, right. I, I totally. Well, I mean, without getting spoilery, uh, I, I totally think they could, they could do it. I mean, and it's like. You know, if it, it's it's yeah. I guess I guess it's bittersweet, but I'm like, well, I'd rather have it than not, and I'm not gonna oh, complain yeah. about it once I have it and 100%. be like, well, this wasn't, you know, like, uh, uh, I'm like, I'm I'm just glad that we have this. Um, yeah, it's one of those movie. things where you just like you get something cool and you just want more. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. um, but I definitely like this is again this is the this is the type of Black Widow movie that I've been you know wanting since I guess Avengers one at this point. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, the, uh, I think, I think overall, um, you know, in terms of, you know, as a movie, it was very, very well done, very well written, well acted. Um, I think, uh, David Hopper and Florence Pugh did a fantastic job, um, as long, as well as Scarlett Johansson, as always. David Hopper? You mean Harbor? Harbor. Yes, David Harbor. Hopper, Jim Hopper is who he plays in Stranger (laughs) Things. (laughs) Yeah, it's way too close, John, for my brain to remember. (laughs) Well, Um, I mean, you know... 
the you know the whole Russia thing too. You know, <laughs> just... uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's way too close. Um, <laughs> I, I will oh, say, like, didn't just uh, spoil Stranger Things for you know, somebody. It's uh, well, you didn't have to say the word Stranger Things. <laughs> now you did. <laughs> it's the slow um, spoil, you know. Yeah. Uh, I his you know his his accent wasn't the greatest all the time, but I thought it was fine. It was so you know, the, close, that was the thing. Close you know, I was I was thinking about that, that with like the core, like the core of those four. Like some of the accents, just in general, were not like you know authentic let's just say um but at the, with the four the core four there or i guess it would be three that had the accent i was like well they did have to like you know be well that's a spoiler ah okay chris we got to get to the spoilers <laughs> oh gosh dude all right so uh i mean i think it was well acted i thought it was well well written um yeah. it, it, it like it kept me engaged the whole time it didn't like it it, it being a i mean the risk you run with like flashback movies is like well you kind of understand at least you know there's if a character was around after the movie, then you understand like, okay, well, they're not going to die or something. So like, there's, sure. there's just some things, you know, like where you, you run the risk of, um, it not being exciting or engaging enough. And I don't think it fell into any of those traps. No. Um, and it felt like enough of a, like a sideways story. Like this was literally the only story, uh, the only standalone story so far in all of Marvel where it actually made sense why the Avengers didn't show up. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's, you know, that's something that, that we've talked about before is like, okay, like why didn't just Captain America swoop in? But like in this one, it like makes sense based on like literally the time that they place it and like all of these things happening. Um, and it's fascinating to me that like they pulled that part of it off. Um, like, because I don't know if it's literally just about the setting or if it was just like, okay, like this also isn't like almost nobody else could have, done the things that are in this movie aside from black widow you know it's not it's it's yeah. like like the other Avengers well, and, just don't have that skill set <laughs> and and well and the thing you have to remember like that i that i think makes her you know super relatable in the same way that like hawkeye is relatable is she doesn't really have superpowers neither does hawkeye like right. yes she's a trained killer and she, but she's not captain america she's not thor and 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 they showcase that you know like sure. she's She's not a a big you know gigantic Hulk like she's just she's she's um just a tra- a well trained assassin and that's a cool thing because it's a way more relatable like you, you you look at like Captain America you're like well I'm clearly you know not even close to Captain America but you're like oh I f- I feel like you know like this this could be just someone that you know. And that is like trained really, really well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they kind of well, that's going to get spoiler. There's there's things you know with the character that were revealed in this movie, so you know that we'll talk about later. Sure, um, sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it was it's an extremely approachable movie, um, and it feels like it stands alone. I mean, it doesn't. You don't really need to know a lot of things. For, it, it, they give you enough hints to tell you where this movie fits in with yeah. the rest of them without relying on them. Right. And they, yeah, I thought that was like over and done with like super fast. Cause I was like, okay, I, I get when this is. And then the, you know, they, they, un, they set that up really quickly and then they just move on, you know, and, and, and go on and tell their movie. And I appreciated that, that we didn't like linger on it too long. Like, you yeah. know, something where it's like, it makes it like super obvious to like, we're like, if you've never seen a Marvel movie before, you yeah. now know exactly what happened in the, you know, just prior to this. <laughs> and I we're all the, caught up now. 
the soundtrack was really cool. Like the, there were some licensed yeah. songs that we normally don't hear. Like I feel it had a different vibe from uh, the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Um, so and, and there's so, some like electronic spy kind of th- like okay like uh, it's well, Lauren Balf is why uh, and that's who did Mission Impossible Fallout. Ah, great a genius. Well, this, this is the thing. <laughs> so good. I was yeah. So I was sitting there and I was like, I, I couldn't help but compare it to. Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, which was very clearly trying way too hard to be a spy movie and just yeah. wasn't. And then that I'm one like, ranks in the lower half of our Marvel movie yeah. ranking list. <laughs> they, I was like, I was sitting there, I'm like, they're actually pulling this off. Yeah. Like, this is like a great spy movie. Yeah. Was like, you know, and so, you know, kudos to them. They learned yep. from their mistakes with Winter Soldier. Um, and part of it was, was just creating the right vibe, like letting yeah. it be. You know, letting it be a spy movie and not trying to make it this, you know, kind of like, it's like, like a spy movie. It was a spy movie. And that's the thing, like the music in particular, like while I personally, like it has that, like that spy sound, but it doesn't sound the same as like Mission Impossible Fallout because Mission Impossible Fallout has like, has this, you know, has that like off, off beat to tempo type situation going on. Um, kind of those like very uh very slick kind of a sounds to it and vibe to it whereas this like went leaned heavily on like the russian kind of influence and the large like heavy choir situation going on yeah but it like it like blends together with these cool like synth uh synth things you know that are that are very spy and and rhythms that are spy that like made it feel right you know it just yeah. made it like it made it feel like a unique spy movie <laughs> yeah all right. Um, so, like, if you're a fan of Marvel, like, like with every Marvel movie, just freaking go see it. Um, yeah. There's no reason not to. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I did really the Disney Plus thing at home, and it that. was it was fantastic there, you know, as well. Like, uh, you know, it's it's it was. Uh, I did, you know, obviously had my headphones on the Dolby Dolby uh, Atmos and sounded amazing. Like, I will shout out like the Atmos in this thing because like so many Atmos things, like they don't utilize or don't like do things that are behind you super frequently, but this one did. And I was like very impressed by that. Like there's one point where they go, she like goes through a gate and the gate closes behind her and I heard it behind me. And I was like, that was cool. Um, So very cool spatial kind of audio going on in the, uh, the old home theater realm as well. Nice. Um, the last right. thing I wanted to shout before we get to the spoilers no. is there is some like the, the Marvel humor um, definitely like gets into this movie and like there is like there were some moments where I was like man it's a little overbearing right now um, but it did it you know initially like there it did blend in uh, pretty pretty well but like the Marvel humor definitely is is there you know <laughs> yeah so. I mean like and you know I know we've talked about it. generally that's not never really like super distracting for me in these movies like I know what sure. I'm getting into. You know, and it's like yeah. it never feels, um, it, at least at this point, we've been doing this for 10 years. It doesn't really feel out of place because I'm just kind of like, that's what I expect. You yeah, know, going you in. know that that's what you signed up for, you know? Yeah, and, and honestly, I, I kind of enjoy it. Like, I, I, like, I like the humor in this. Gotcha. I dig it. All right, John. Um, we're going to spoil this movie in uh, five, oh. four, Whoa. three, Whoa. two. One. Throw out a spoiler. Uh, dude, I don't even know. What's what's a good spoiler for this? <laughs> I haven't done this in so long. What's a good spoiler for this? Um, oh, the, the fact that uh, 
that Natasha was part, her family was a sp- Ooh, spy yeah. family in the 90s, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Like, that That's seems right. kind of crazy. Right. 95. 90, yeah, like they're from Russia, spying in the, in the U.S., um, and stole basically, I guess, that the, the technology on how to mind control people. Yeah, from what I guess like they were talking about was Hydra at the time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Hydra operating in the in the, which the is, United which States. Seems at crazy. The time. Yeah, and like it all ties together super in a well lab. With, with a lot of the other movies that, that but then, like but then uh, Shield, she's been in. But then Shield was the ones chasing them at the airport. Like that seems weird. Well, so I mean it was just Hydra was uh had infiltrated Shield, and so like they had oh, these like, secret things okay. happening. I see. Um, from basically from World War II through uh, Winter Soldier, was yeah, it Winter that Soldier? Part, that, no, that, yeah. That part is just like so not fleshed out in my mind of the yeah. Marvel timeline. It like it makes yeah. zero sense, but it's fine. Yeah, you know, and but Again, like this, this made it this made it make a little bit more sense. You know, yeah. where it's like okay, sure. see from these people, and then you know these people are chasing you. Um, but yeah, dude, like uh, that that was fascinating. That's the part of it where I was like, okay, I'll forgive the accents. <laughs> for these three people because they lived in the United States, had to like hide their yeah, American I mean, yeah, that, accent I mean, that, for like yeah, three years. That's how I like legitimized it in my mind, I guess. But um, like the, the, the big bad guy also had like such a, such a strange accent. And it's just like, nah, dude, you're supposed to be like straight up. Like, Oh, well, I thought, you know, well, it, you know it's, it was that, but it's like, okay, well, why did uh, Natasha not have, if she grew up there too, why did yeah. she not have a Russian she tried, accent? She tried to hide it. She like, you know, she like, yeah. Whenever she joined Shield or whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. It's it like that 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 part of it. I just had to like. Okay. Let me just turn that I off love, a little bit here. I love that opening though. Like it was just oh cool. Like it was just a. It felt like a different kind of opening. Um, yeah. And it it reminds me of kind of like and this wasn't the the exact open, but it reminds me kind of of the uh, Earth segment of Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Um, that's, I think, I believe that that happens after the opening credits, whenever he's like dancing in the cave. Mm. Um, but like, it, it was just kind of like, oh, this is cool. This is different. This is unique. Yeah. And like, it feels, um, it feels more serious, like initially than, um, yeah. than I expected. Like, where like, I was like, what oh, is we're happening? going, we're going like, you know, hard right off the bat. Oh, and, and, I, and uh, I love that, that they have that, cool. like. Yeah, I love that they had that um, you know, very Bond-esque credit scene too. Yeah. Like a super serious Bond kind of credit scene and like really set the tone for the rest of the movie. Yeah, to that like the cover song or whatever like um it's like oh my gosh, this is like a a, a very different vibe for a kind of mainline Marvel movie non you know because obviously like Gal- or Guardians of the Galaxy has so much licensed music but like just a licensed open that plays basically the entire song is like oh my goodness that's like that's not normal for a uh, for a, a Marvel movie yeah um the interesting thing to me like so as far as like the Marvel humor goes like the only thing that didn't hit was was the Red Guardian like for me sometimes like where basically in that in that open he's like super serious and blah, blah, blah. and then you know basically whenever you encounter him later on it's it just never lets up as far as as everything he says is a joke and like that like there was like some 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 kind of heartfelt things that he tried to get into that then they edited it as if it was a joke and it was like well kind of like smashed that one you know that that potentially like you know resolving heartfelt moment with that character um 
so that was the only only like Marvel esque kind of humor stuff where I was just like, man, I, I wish they would let they would let David Harbor do something serious like later on in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I felt that too. Like, and where I kind of like uh, the way I interpreted it was, um, he's just it was he. I think they were trying to paint him this way. He was just so out of touch, um, and so into himself. Yeah. Um, and even though they kind of like they kind of came to. Uh, a an understanding by the end of that movie with yeah. him. I mean, he still is that way. Like he yeah, didn't he's still, like. He's still a complete like jerk, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and and, and yeah. so was their mom. Really, I mean, yeah. Like, oh yeah. The, it, it, it's like they they were they were still like a means to an end, but like, and then they also still like. I mean, and that's just kind of like life, you know. Like at the end, um, uh, they kind of had to deal with the fact and just accept the fact, like, hey. Our our childhood was not what everything that we would have liked it to have been, but that was that was real to us at the time and as real as we'll ever get. And so let's sure. you know just move on with it and accept that and accept yeah. you know accept our family for what it is versus what we want it to be. Yeah, um, and I guess and I feel I like that like, was a that was a cool like place like it was an interesting development character development in. Um, uh, for Natasha and I can't remember it's for Florence Pugh's character. I can't remember her name now. Um, for for both of the the girls, it was like an interesting development, like in a still a family system that didn't re- hadn't really changed much. Right, and I guess like yeah, that that makes sense. Like, it, it, and it, honestly, it's the movie's about those two characters. Like, and those totally. two characters had yeah. their had right. their you know, had their, their emotional thing, had their like character arc. They ended in a different place than they began in. So it's just gotta be okay with me that I don't understand like the motivations of this, like, you know, kind of secondary character in here, uh, that, 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 cause again, it's just like, I just don't understand at some, some points, like why he's even like helping them really. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, and, I, don't, like, that's, you know, I don't think he is the other than the fact it. that they have this, you know, connection, from right. years ago, I and mean, he, he, I think he still felt like, I think there was still a like, uh, kind of a parental feeling between them. Like, but like, sure. but he, like, he, he was kind of forcing that onto them. <laughs> well, he completely misinterpreted that their their condition and what they went through as success, and yeah. you know, and, and as did their mom to some extent, you know, like for sure. And so uh, he just he was out of touch, and that was the point that they were making with him. And yeah. that's why I think that he felt out of touch the entire time, you know. Yeah, 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 and that makes sense. That makes sense. You've, you, Chris, you've, you've, you've made me more okay with his his character. <laughs> yes. You know, you've, you've, I really like. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, you've helped me come to terms with the fact that like he he never said anything that wasn't played off as like a joke. <laughs> I'd love to see like maybe not a series or some just something from him back in the day fighting Captain America. I think that'd be fun. Kevin yeah. Feige has said that he wants that to happen. <laughs> he wants Red Guardian to fight Captain America. <laughs> the, like current day or the I don't the, know. Like, past He's just version. said that. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm I'm, all, I'm here for it. Cool <laughs> I mean, it. whenever whenever he was telling that story in the uh, in the prison, I was just like, man, I want to see this fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as like the the network of assassins goes, you know, I think that's really cool. Um, kind of setting that up, and that's where I, I, I think like there can be more Black Widow movies. You know. Um, whether it's, you know, Scarlett Johansson or not, um, and it's Florence Pugh, uh, I think that, you know, at some point they've got to let go free and, or take out these, all these assassins and because 
like they're they're kind of a t- and I I can see them showing up some other you know like down the road as like this ticking time bomb of like hmm. literally someone just needs to get control over them and and they're as powerful as that dude was yeah and yeah. um I could see like that being like the goal of a of a villain or something like that yeah yeah it's like you're telling me you didn't have a backup flying city you know <laughs> yeah for, yeah for sure or or just <laughs> if a I know anything from Star module. Wars. <laughs> There's always another Death Star. <laughs> you're, you're literally building a second a second one of these things as we speak. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, dude. I, I, and uh, it, it's fa- like Florence Pugh was like her, her character, which is Yelena um, is her name, but like it is, is like the standout for this. And so like, yeah, you're right. Like I, I really hope, and I, I obviously the post credit scene, we're going to see her in Hawkeye, the series, the TV series. But I hope that like, we see more like actual kind of like movie stuff from her. Um, and we can talk a little bit more about like the, the post credit in the Marvel universe. In you yeah. In the Marvel universe. Cause I, I, mean, I really would like we to just see her it. do more of that. Yeah, I mean, I think she's yeah, she's and she's slated to be in the the Hawkeye show, and that's probably what that that's all going to be about. Like him, she's she's coming after him because they've twisted you know it into like it's his fault that uh, Natasha sure. died, and so um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that, and if it's like more of a hey, by the end maybe they team up. Like that's what mm-hmm. I think's gonna like. They're not obviously she's not gonna kill Hawkeye. I don't think that seems insane. I... <laughs> Uh, I don't but, know. Hawkeye's uh, got a Hawkeye's, and I love you know, all the like callouts to like the past and with with uh, Clint, you know, and like mm-hmm. when you know they're in that uh, um, apartment there, <laughs> yeah. and and she's like, "What are those? What are the, what, what kind of gun bullet, makes the, those? Yeah, holes? what kind of bullet makes those holes or something like that?" And she's like, "It's, it's an like arrow," arrows. and you're like, "Oh, cool. That's like, yeah. what was that from? You know?" Yeah. And so like that, and that's the other piece where I'm like, if they really wanted to go back further and explore that part of natasha's and clint's past they they could do that too sure sure um but yeah like her character and like i that the whole like uh julie louise dreyfus like she's been showing up at like she showed up in in captain or yeah uh Uh, no 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 yeah winter Uh, soldier and uh and falcon Falcon Falcon. soldier and yeah falcon winter i keep wanting to call it captain america and winter soldier because at the (laughs) uh, yeah anyway but the uh, she shows up in that, and it's like a dark Avengers style thing. Is like obviously kind of what she's setting up here, and it's like I'm I'm curious where that goes. But I hope that it's I hope that it's somewhere cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, because when yeah. she showed up in this, I immediately was just like, ah, man, <laughs> really? <laughs> so um, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for the Hawkeye thing. When does that come out? When does Hawkeye come out? Is that later this year? I think. Mm, I think that's the next. I could be wrong. Hang on. I I, okay. kind of, I, I felt like that was the next series. It probably is, but I, I just don't know when. Like what? Well, like what time frame that's going to come out in? Um, there's one more series that's supposed to happen this year. I think that's yeah. it's just one. After yeah. well, there's Marvel What If next, and then I think Hawkeye. Let me look. Hang on. Gotcha. Um, as just a shout out, one of my favorite moments that like was just immediately off the bat, like kind of sold me on um, the relationship between uh, Black Widow and uh, Yelena was like the the scene in the car where Yelena tells her about the vest. 
and it was just like this is like a perfect mix of like humor and and um drama that i was just like super into with specifically with elena's character and then that like relationship with uh with natasha so yeah um that was one of those things where i was just like oh my goodness that vest thing is hilarious and amazing. i know yeah Oh, and yeah. And, and, and it's meaningful in the end, you know? I, it's like both funny yes. and meaningful. <laughs> and those, that's one of those things where, like, they're, they're just kind of tying it into the other movies over a piece of information that's entirely, like, uh, like it's just, like, completely overlooked in the other movies. And, and yeah. I love that, you know? It kind of get uh, in one way, you could be like, oh, they're just retconning things to make it make, you know, make it fit in. But I'm like, I like that. Like, it kind of gives, like, yeah. oh, she's wearing that because uh, her sister gave it to her, you know? And, like, right. I don't know, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And, and it's, it's used in this movie as a, as a character moment for this other, other character. So it's like, it's meaningful rather than it just being like, yeah, Han Solo has some dice in his, uh, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> Which feels completely shoehorned, but this feels like completely natural and, well, and, and totally that, and like awesome. That's feels completely shoehorned because it's like, they're trying to just like, for some reason, explain everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you didn't know you didn't, we liked the fact they weren't explained, you know. <laughs> sure, sure. Um uh, uh I, yeah, I like I liked the I like pretty much everything about this movie. I, I liked I liked yeah. the, you know, like the action was cool. I think yeah. you know, you have Natasha going to the safe house, that dude like who helped her out a couple times like I liked the humor yep. and and relationship there. Um and the authenticity of like, okay, like that's how she is able to do a lot of the things she is. She just has connections, you know, and she has, yeah. the, you know, these, this network of people. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, um, it's, I, I liked, I liked the action. Like as far as the action goes, I really liked a lot of it. Um, there was more like, it's not on the same level as something like a born or yeah. something like a mission impossible. Like I was hoping but, it would go the born route for a hot second. Cause like we have all this hand to hand fighting and like you totally yeah. could have, yeah. or even like just like a Kung Fu movie kind of route. Like I felt like they kind of got into that. It almost started looking like we're got, we're about to do something like that, but we never mm -hmm. hit anything that cool. Yeah, we never quite get there. And and part of that is down to like there were just like some edits like in the middle that were confusing of certain action sequences, especially like the chase sequences. It was just like I wasn't tracking on like if I watched like and I just recently, like I said last week, watched Mission Impossible Fallout. It, there's like multiple chases in that thing. And like I can map all of them in my head. Yeah. You know, of like, okay, then they turn here and they go to this place and they go here and they go to this place. But like in this, it's just I was so confused about like, where are we now? Why are we in this place? Oh, how do we get to the water? You know, that type of situation going on. Um, but like, it's, it's a, uh, it's just a hard thing to pull off, man. Yeah. I think like those movies, born movies and the mission impossible movies have been, have been kind of at it for so long and have been doing that type of thing for, for so long that it's just like, it's just a masterclass of like how you know, they make it look easy, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> totally. Totally. And this, and this think, is definitely think, comparable, it's, it's but compar not on the level. It's comparable, and in terms of the action, not on the level, but I do think it's on the level with other Marvel movies. You know, you think about... Oh, yeah. Um, I think whenever I, I realized it, I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. And, like, and you're like, oh, this is why she's an Avenger. Is whenever that whole whole uh, um, station, air station, whatever you want to call it, floating mm -hmm. city, is falling apart, and she's like mm -hmm. jumping from like piece of debris to piece of debris yep. and fighting at the same time, like that was super cool. 
dude, so cool. Like a midair, midair fights. Yeah, and that's so, and like, that's ooh, it's nice. That's an Avengers move. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's like that's why she's an Avenger. You see that she has the experience and like. Um, I thought it was it was cool. Like she did that. Her sister mm-hmm. wasn't doing that because like she has experience with you know the freaking Avengers, right? And like and the uh, the whole like it was clear like this whole like disconnect between like okay Natasha has like so much more like team experience than yeah um, yes. than Yelena because of the whole like she like the helicopter with the 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 prison break you know and the and the, mm-hmm. the avalanche is coming down and all that it's just like the the reactions there and while it was played for comedy it also just like exemplified like hey these are drastically different levels of like experience um in character too so yeah um it was very cool like i, I all of those action sequences i was just like man this is awesome it's just on the off like chance whenever one was edited weirdly i was like oh okay you know <laughs> and i'm like okay yeah. i'm back in it now yeah. so um it's just uh you know it, it it is one of the best action like i guess action movies in the marvel cinematic universe so far i would say yeah i'm trying to think like what else what else i mean i think there's a lot of stuff in in the captain america movies but i like we've talked we've criticized those mm-hmm. before at least i have cuz you can't tell what's going on it's sure. kind of the same problem only it's worse in those movies i think oh yeah well, in this, I could track their, I could track where their arms were. Uh, you know, that yeah. wasn't a question. <laughs> Whereas right. in the Captain America movies, ones you're so tight on people and it's so shaky and and the, the high frame rate kind of situation or low frame rate situation. That's what it is. Um, no, that it's, it high, just, it's, you, high, it's it's high it's high frame rate that they then like uh, that they then c- convert to a lower frame rate, so that right, basically right. you're losing frames. It looks choppy yeah, yeah. because you're losing frames. Right. Which makes, it makes um, the ima- image sharper. There's no like motion blur, but it's right. way harder to keep track of. Right. And it's like, I just don't know where Captain America's arms are at so many points in those, <laughs> yeah. those scenes. Uh, okay. So the next ep- the next uh, Marvel series is What If? And it's like that, you know, animated series. It's like, well, what if uh, Tony Stark didn't get blown up and captured or something like that? You know, that kind sure, of stuff. Sure, yeah. Um, then, then it's Hawkeye. So Hawkeye's the next thing. And we just have okay. sometime in 2021. I don't. We don't okay. have a specific release date yet. Um, and then to finish out, just it's ugh, the rest of 2021. It's crazy. Uh, Miss Marvel is late 2021. Um, so excited. And then as far as movies go in September, we have, uh, Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings. And then so in November eternals and then December Spider-Man, no way home. <laughs> like, Man. I know. Just once so it starts, it that. doesn't stop. Right. Which I'm, I'm pumped about. Like I'm, yeah. it's fine. It's like, finally I'm ready for this. Yeah. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And that's what I like kept thinking like as as this movie was going on, I was just like, man, this is like like it's it's this is it's back, you know? I'm I'm yeah. so happy to be experiencing a new big budget Marvel movie for the first time in, you know, 2 years, a year and a half, something like that. Yeah. So yeah. You want to rate this thing? Yeah, I think I'll rate it a solid 8. Okay. I was going to go a little higher and go uh uh, 8.5 or not. I think we're going to give it a, no, it's not a nine. I'm going to give it an 8.5. Nice. Nice. As I was bouncing back and forth between like the old eight and the 8.5. Like it's definitely within that, like really like this is, this is like, this is definitely falls for me in the, the top half of Marvel movies. Like I always think about the Marvel movies like, okay, here's the top half Marvel movies. Here's the bottom half. This is definitely in the top half of like the, my favorite Marvel movies, you know? Yeah, totally. All right, well, that's uh, that's that. Um, we will. Uh, I think we're gonna try to review. We both finished Katana Zero, um, the game. Uh, we'll review that next week. Um, I really liked it, John. 
dude. I did too, man. In fact, it drove me to like buy another Devolver digital game that came out today oh, nice. uh, called Death's Door. Um, we saw it at E3. It was the one with where you're uh, you're basically trying to be the Grim Reaper and uh, you're a crow. And, uh, <laughs> nice. and so you run around like it's an isometric kind of a 3D looking thing. It's, it's very cool so far. It's like a, almost like a uh, classic Zelda game um, so far. So That's awesome. You can find us online at StandTargetPodcast.com on social at ChrisWright250. And JohnWright777. And at StandTargetPod. Please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.